It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Knocked on her door. Went to her house. Interesting. I mean, to get people for the extra. 
for one, but that's not what I was implying. I was implying that Simon Cowell has given his seal of approval to Rebecca Black. What? <laughs> yeah. Because remember today, cause, because remember last week on our show, there was somewhere between 13 and 16 million hits for the video. It's now hit 30 million. Something wow. is going on there. I mean, the, the girl has been on the Tonight Show. She's been on, um, I mean, like, Conan O'Brien did a parody video about Thursday. Like, that, like, it's like that flavor, that 50 minutes of fame is being extended for a few more minutes. But, wow, it's like the talent or lack thereof of someone to the fact that Simon Cowell, one of, like, the biggest, like, music critics who's really famous for, like, more, more famous for rejecting talent than accepting it, gave her the seal of approval. And, like, so did Lady Gaga. Right. Crazy. Wow. Um, well, you know, you know, he didn't like uh, Natalie or Cry. He didn't like her that much. She should be like 12 years old coming this year. And he didn't like her. He likes the, uh, he likes the Rebecca Black. Wow, that's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's very that's interesting. That absolutely is. So, just so you know, everyone, we still have a few more minutes to enter our giveaway. As today... On this show, Jay and I are going to be giving away one, and I repeat, one $25 iTunes gift card to some to one of our fans on our Facebook fan page. You can sign up and become a fan at facebook.com slash parentskidsmusic. That's facebook.com slash P-A-R-E-N-T-S-K-I-D-S. M U S I C. So, you, so Jay, I know you mentioned last week about the Black Eyed Peas. Like, if you, if if you already own that album and you won the gift card, what would you buy? Well, um, I, well, I have the album, but one, I say, you know what? I would probably right now. I'm 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 leaning towards. I would say. Hmm. You got me stumped on that one, Ian, but I'm, I'm going to come back on you. I would probably buy uh, C.O. Green. <laughs> I'll buy C.O. Green. C.O. Green. Talk about someone who has had a career. I heard his album is good. I mean, the fact is that I still remember a decade ago when I was working for this pro- film production company that did a lot of EPKs and music videos that just heard about this guy, CeeLo, and really didn't pay attention until a few years later when he when he was working with Danger Mouse with for, with Marles Barkley. Wow. I think that, and just to think it was Marles Barkley, without a doubt, I mean, working with this guy who basically his claim to fame and the thing that made him famous and legit, becoming a legitimate producer was by taking Jay-Z's Black Album, mixing it with the Beatles' White Album to create the Grey Album. And obviously, and there were no copyrights. Many copyrights were infringed, but the talent and the buzz was clear that he's that He's worked with artists like CeeLo Green to the fact where his gigantic hit, which is not a family family friendly hit, I mean, there's been Forget You, the cleaner version, had was just like blew up last summer. Right, it was that was a great that's a great song. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I, I heard his album heard it, what's that? Oh yeah. I, I heard his oh, uh, no, CD was great also. You got it? I can't tell you the last time I bought a CD. I mean, I've downloaded albums on iTunes and through other music services, but wow, maybe I'll put maybe I'll put on a CeeLo Green station on Pandora after the show, perhaps, and see what and CeeLo what I've been missing. 
Right. Okay. Well, we need to, maybe maybe that'd be good. That'd be good to do that. Um, Excellent. Uh, so this one, this is going to be the final reminder, everybody, for entering the contest. It is facebook.com slash parentskidsmusic. Become a fan on our fan page. And then after our after we speak to our first guest, we're going to be randomly picking a winner. And we will do that. But you've still got some time. So in the meantime, let's get us closer and closer to this contest. I'm going to be bringing on our first guest right now. His name is Sheldon, and he is on. Hi, Sheldon. You're on with with Ian and Jay on Parents Kids Music. Hey there, how are you doing, guys? Hello. Excellent. Thanks, thanks for calling in today. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here. Excellent. And if you had an iTunes gift card right now, what would you buy? I'd go out and buy some CeeLo Green, actually. Why not? I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I like what he's done. I thought Crazy was a huge, smashing, hooky success. And I think yeah. he's done it again with uh, F.U. Uh, or forget I think you, the clean version. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the brilliant collaboration with Gnarls Barkley, you know, and I think Gnarls Barkley has done some remarkable stuff. Uh, you know, I would try to explore and spend it on some stuff that I'm not that familiar with, and you know, I I, I would definitely be uh, digging a little bit to see what I could find. But uh, yeah, CeeLo's great, and uh, I don't know that I would pick up any Rebecca Black. I saw the video just like everybody else did. Um, I can't say that I'm impressed either uh, musically or anything else. It's very packaged. Um, it's very contrived. It's it's very you know created to to really reach exactly uh, the right market at the right time. So you know, I mean, I guess I can say that that was very well done, and I commend the people behind that project for doing it that way. Uh, but as an artist, uh, maybe not so much. <laughs> That's my take on Rebecca Green. But uh, anyway, I'm Rebecca happy to Green talk about whatever married? you guys want to talk about today. Wait, Rebecca What's Black that? and CeeLo Green got married. Rebecca Black and CeeLo Green got married? Now she's Rebecca oh, did Green. I say Rebecca Green? Yeah, Rebecca Black. That, wouldn't that be funny? They would, then she would be Rebecca Green Black or Black Green. <laughs> oh, sounds like a bunch of Crayolas to me. <laughs> it, it's a, now, right, actually, if she collaborated with CeeLo, I'm sure they would do something really interesting. So, um, anyway, yeah, that's that's. Or, I'm, or, I'm glad or that Simon Cowell likes likes her. Yeah, that's a, it's very interesting to hear that Simon Cowell is getting behind that project. So, um, very interesting. Yes, how can you not when there's 30 million hits on YouTube? <laughs> Well, it seems like, exactly. it seems like uh, artists with it seems like artists with the colored names are successful. Like you got Rebecca Black, you got James Brown, you got CeeLo Green. You know, I might change my name to Jay Blue or something. You know, sometimes well, well, maybe well, we should do it. Get, maybe there should be a compilation album of all artists with colors colored. for their last name, <laughs> and they should all contribute a track. <laughs> and we'll go right through the uh, you know red, orange, yellow, green, right down the uh, the colors of the. Uh, Rainbow. Rainbow. Like maybe there's someone whose last name is Magneto or Turquoise or 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 like you <laughs> like maybe Crayola could be a sponsor. Yeah. Well, yeah. We will. The, the like, DJ. Example, they'll be DJ. Like, you know, they'll be like uh, DJ Violet or something. Or I'm sure there's one out there. <laughs> yes, I'm sure there is. DJ Violet, if you're listening, please call us. We want to we want to acknowledge your existence. You, it's like you have like for example. Jack White from the White Stripes. His 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 last name by birth was not White, but his but his wife when he married Meg White, White he took her last name, and after they got divorced, he kept that name. I mean, it's like he married. <laughs> it's like going the other way around and acquiring a color through marriage. That's cool. I dig that. That's girl power. I like that. Okay. Um, Absolutely. So, and Jack yeah. White obviously uh, should qualify uh, to contribute. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. I think he definitely is enough of a talent that you know he could be invited to be on this project. So he could play on every track, anyway. play a different instrument on each track. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easily. Yes, so, Easily. So, so the show is 
So the show is Parents Kids Music. So um, yes, I'd right. like to hear about. Let's start with the kids part. Where you, yourself, when you grew up, like what were your musical influences? Okay, well, well, first, just let me just preface this that sure. I myself am a musician. Uh, I am a piano player, a songwriter, a singer, and more, and mostly a recording producer. Uh, I make, I work with a lot of different artists in the studio. Some well known, some not so well known. So my life is consumed with music on a daily basis. Uh, so that's just to pre- preface a little bit about uh, who I am. Um, I grew up on Long Island. My parents. My dad especially was very musical, uh, very into music anyway, uh, had a huge record collection, mostly classical. So in the house, I was listening to a lot of classical music growing up, and I, and, you know, I took piano lessons from a very young age, uh, playing classical piano repertoire, uh, and was greatly encouraged by my parents, both, both my parents, uh, to practice and play and perform and uh, really took up classical music uh, to a great extent, uh, so much so that when I graduated high school, um, I went to a music conservatory uh, and studied classical piano there uh, for a number of years, a Peabody Conservatory in Baltimore. Um, so I would have to say that you know my parents played a tremendous role in, uh, in influencing me and guiding me and uh, giving me the freedom to pursue music and be a musician, which is both good and bad, by the way. But, uh, um, and, uh, you know, uh, good because obviously music is an incredibly enriching uh, experience in our lives and it's been a great way to communicate and to share and to open emotions and all of that, uh, but not so good because, as, as we all know, the, the music business has uh, not done very well uh, in the last decade or even more, uh, and that has been uh, a difficult process. So, um, but but I really have to say that I've I've had I've been very lucky, and I've been able to work with great musicians, and you know, and I really have my parents to thank for getting me involved in music in the first place. So uh, that you know, and now I'm still I'm obviously still very involved in music, and I still. You know, turn to my parents uh, very often. My dad, especially when it comes to classical music, and uh, you know, he's very knowledgeable and has a great uh, understanding of the repertoire. Although he never actually studied, neither of my parents are actually musicians. My dad dabbled in playing the piano a little bit, uh, but um, you know, they they were never actual musicians. And I think what they what they really wanted was to see me uh, thrive and succeed as a, as a musician, uh, which I've managed to do. Um, and then, you know, now I'm a father. I have two boys. One uh, is uh, 13 and the other is 7. And they're both musical. The older one more musical than the younger, I would say, at least at this point. Um, and uh, also my older boy has Down syndrome, which has been a very interesting experience because uh, you know the challenges of his growing up and education and all of that uh, ha- have have been there, but it's been uh, a greatly rewarding experience to share music with him, and he's very very musical. Uh, and one of the things that we do is we you know we spend time together in the studio making music and making songs. He's been doing this with me since he was a very small child, and. Uh, that's been a, a greatly rewarding experience for him, and I think he's learning a lot by it, and, uh, you know, he's able to express himself uh, musically. And, in fact, uh, you know, we're, we're looking to get him involved over the summer in a uh, music program. He also plays the drums. He has an electronic drum kit uh, from Yamaha that he plays all the time, and he's getting better and better at it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, been, it's a very big part of our lives, and it's something that I can really share uh, with him. The younger one appreciates me. Music. Uh, his name is Sammy. Uh, the older one is Isaac. The, the little one is really into music, likes to listen a lot. I haven't seen him really try and play very much, uh, maybe a little percussion here and there, and he's, he's played around with the guitar, but I'd like to start getting him more seriously involved in playing music uh, as well. Um, so uh, that's basically the whole story, you know, from... Uh, where I came from and you know what I what I'm doing with my children uh musically but I I I like to share with them all of my musical experience or as much as my of a musical experience as I can uh it enriches all of our lives. Beautiful. That, that sounds 
I feel like I've been talking for a while, but I was wondering if you might have any questions or uh, if there's uh, anything you'd like to know. Well, we we do have uh, we do have. We, go ahead, Jay. Okay, we do have questions. Uh, one one question is that the thirteen year old um, is yes. he is he is he trying to be a producer like his dad? <laughs> you know that's a very good question, and the answer is yes, most definitely. Uh, he he emulates me. Uh, in in a very kind of clever way, uh, he he watches what I do in the studio and how I work with uh, artists, and uh, you know he comes in and he opens up the Pro Tools on the computer, and he's actually getting pretty good at it. And you know he he sees what I do, and he's very good at uh, you know in his own way and putting his own spin on it, both musically and technically. Uh, you know, he he very much wants to do what I do, and it's 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 really very endearing. Um, and you know, every day, pretty much any time I get up from my work on the computer and walk out of the room for more than you know four or five minutes, when I come back in the room, he's there in front of the computer with a completely different file open and pulling sounds from all over the place and creating loops and overdubbing himself, uh, doing vocals and 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 whatnot. <laughs> Uh, so, and I usually have to then kick him out to get back to my own work. Does, does he does he uh, does he understand um, any of the engineering things? Like, uh, I can share with our audience some 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 engineers what they do they shelve EQ. Is he understanding shelving of EQ yes. yet? Or just yeah, he is starting to to learn what the various processes are. You know, with the plugins and stuff. Uh, he's especially keen on you know, effects like reverb and delay. Uh, much to my chagrin, he's got auto-tune all figured out. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and he's, yeah, he's getting, it's, it's kind of funny. He is, he is learning what these various plugins and processes do. Uh, you know, he's, he's very smart, very clever when it comes to this stuff, and, he's, and he really has a good ear. Uh, so, you know, and I, I mean, it's like I have a, I have a catalog of tracks that he's basically, uh, you know, written and, and produced with me over the years. Uh, some of which is really very innovative and uh, very creative and experimental and interesting. Um, but yeah, he, he really is. He, he gets it. He's starting to get it more and more every day, which, uh, you know, I think is fascinating. Wow, that's that's good. So when did he start getting interested in the? The application of music, like how old was he? He was young, but it's really hard to say. It's, I mean, it's it was before the beginning of time because when he was, you know, six weeks old, uh, you know, I had him in his uh, in his in his cradle right on top of the the grand piano, and I would play for him, and you know, you, I could just see how into it he he would be, you know, when he was eight weeks old or whatever. And it just the process went on from there. When I was putting him to sleep as a, as a baby, I would often uh, tap out polyrhythms on his back to to kind of put put him you know to sleep. You know how you would tap a baby uh, gently on his back to put. I would be tapping out you know four against three and three against two, and you know somehow it, 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 he's very rhythmically. I, I had no idea whether what I was doing had any effect or has anything to do with that. But um, you know he was always sitting as a baby watching me work because I've always had a studio set up at home of some form. I work in a lot of different studios all over uh, the place, but um, I've always had some kind of a setup at home by which I could edit and maybe do some overdubs and mix and, you know, and be able to just, you know, fire up the system at home. So he's always been very close in that regard. And also as a small child, I would bring him into the big studio downtown uh, where he would have the experience of, of actually recording in a, in a, in a very, very fine studio. Um, so it started very young and has just continued continued from there and his passion for it is really unabated he continues to as i said every chance he gets to, to jump on the computer and mess around musically he goes for it and he plays with video too he's very media oriented just like most kids these days and he really likes to create uh you know the the, the self-made uh, self-generated uh, user content experiences he's a child of that age and especially so because of what i do so <laughs> Has this helped him in his academics at school by him being so, um, you know, close to music applications and you? Has it helped him in his academic uh, grade point average stuff at I'm, school too? By being, yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure that it has something to do with it. He's he's in a really outstanding program called the Cook Center Academy, uh, and uh, you know they they are a really amazing school that really custom tailors uh, his needs uh, to what, what to to their program or their program his needs I should say, um, and since they already see that he's very musically inclined, they they encourage that and they bring that out and they try to make that as much a part of what he does in his experience in school. Um, as far as music, I'm sure it's hard. That's something that's hard to gauge, but I'm sure that there is some positive effect that his music and musicality has on everything else that he's learning and that he studies. I just know that in general that is the case, and so specifically that would have to be the case uh, with Isaac, with my son as well. Um, it's it's not an easy thing to quantify, if you know what I mean, to to uh, to say. Well, this is his 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 being really good right here. Uh, his reading abilities, which are very good uh, for his age and circumstances, you know, uh, are a direct result of his musicality. But I like to think that it has something to do with it. Excellent. I, I'd like to go a little bit back to the user-generated content um, aspect. It's like, a, what kind of tools are used? Uh, what kind of tools does he use to to make his videos and to put them online? Uh, it's all Mac, you know. I mean, he sits in front of the iMac, which has the built-in video camera. He has GarageBand. He has uh, iMovie, iVideo, all the uh, all the Macintosh tools that he has in front of him, and uh, it's just so amazingly intuitive and fluid. I mean, you know, I have better equipment on the music side. I have, you know, interfaces and keyboards and microphones and preamps and all that stuff, um, but my video, my collection of video equipment around here is pretty crude. It's just the, the cameras on the Mac. I do have a DV camera here, which he uses from time to time, but, you know, he'll, he, he, he gets a lot done just using processing the software, the hardware that's attached to the Mac, and the stuff that he has peripherally uh, at his disposal. It's all, you know, the basic tools that are available to everybody out there, and he just does really creative, interesting things with it. That's just amazing that just the tools are just, as you said, there are more, there are things on professional levels that are above it, but the fact is just at a consumer level that anyone Anyone who has a Mac who, with a built-in camera and just just all those applications you mentioned, like GarageBand and and iMovie, which comes standard yeah. with it, can be used to just make something, put it on YouTube, and perhaps even get a few million hits, even though it's not necessarily yeah, it's being really made. Too, from, it, it's like it's not. I mean, people. I mean, there are those people that do make videos with the intention of getting lots of hits. There's those other people they do it just for fun, and and it's not even it's not about connecting the. It's like I need to do this to make money. I'm doing this to have fun. I'm doing this because I always dreamed about having a show on TV. I've always dreamed of having a song on the radio. I can write a song. I can make a music video. I can make a parody video of something, and it's just. It's just the fact that I think it's also changing the way we look at art. It's changing the way we create and the way we consume uh, art. And uh, I think culture uh, will be greatly affected by this. It's already uh, affected uh, quite a bit, and I think that trend will continue as we continue to have easier, more accessible uh, tools to do this kind of stuff with. So, um, you know, I mean, it's really kind of an interesting phenomenon, and I, I'm, I'm curious as to where it's going, um, but I think it's very exciting, you know, no matter what. And, uh, yeah, and Isaac just, he's hes just doing his thing. He's just creating and having fun. And uh, some of those things he'll put up on YouTube, and I don't think it's about, you know, trying to get tons and tons of viewers, but its it's more about creative expression. That it's just out there, and... Anyone can do anything. I mean, it's like Jay and I have been running this show since August, and it's just really been a matter of we can do this, and here we are, and and we're, and we're just very grateful that you've joined us today to be a guest. Do you have any final thoughts yeah. on uh, on really like the relate like? The future of yeah, I, yeah. I would say um, I, I I think if I were to leave you with one thing, I would say of critical importance is uh, encouragement. Um, 
you know, we can't do anything about what our parents gave us. If we were lucky, our parents were very encouraging and, uh, you know, really helped us uh, creatively and musically to to understand that it's about expression, it's about, uh, you know, uh, really uh, having an outlet and communicating, and uh, and to share that with your children, to go out and, and you know, don't pressure them into practicing 12 hours a day, uh, but encourage them and, and try to get them to bring out what they can do the most creatively and, and uh, you know, artistically and, and, and as much expression as possible uh, because, you know, music is something that is to be cherished. And I think we're losing it a lot, especially in America, in our schools. Uh, so it becomes more up to the parents and to other parts of society to kind of encourage the performing and creative experience. And so, you know, I would say try and pass as much of that on to your children as you can. Excellent. Sheldon, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, Jay, you have any last time questions or any thoughts about um, while we still have them on here? Yeah, I just wanted to know how far behind is the seven-year-old? You know, the 13-year-old, the guy sit. where's the seven-year-old at? Yeah, I wouldn't say – it's funny. I wouldn't say he's behind. I mean, it's kind of an interesting dynamic because, as I said, the older one has Down syndrome. The younger one is, uh, you know, uh, the typical child, and he's doing really well. He's very, very smart, and he excels in a lot of other areas. He's he's really a good reader. He's got a great vocabulary for his age. He's, uh, you know, he's really sharp, and he's very he's a builder. He does great stuff with Lego. He just hasn't shown quite as much interest in the music as his older brother, um, and that may be because I haven't encouraged him as much, not yet anyway. But I w- I will, and I think that uh, you know th- th- he may be very musically inclined, but I just I haven't seen that come out yet. Um, so. Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't call him behind. I mean, he's if you look at him in relation to other kids and their musical experiences, um, you know, he, he's probably name or, or above, uh, you know, what, what you see out there. But, but uh, I would like to see him do more uh, musically and, and be more interested musically. And I think that's partially because I need to follow my own advice and encourage him more. Does he do, does he do any of the other arts like maybe artwork or does he have a Sports or yeah, he, draw, other he, he 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 draws. Uh, he plays soccer. He's into. He's really into building things with Lego and blocks. And and he's an avid video gamer. Both my kids are. I didn't mention that because that's just so well. You know, if he's that age, then they of course you know. But uh, but they're they're really into it. And he's really good at it. And he you know he's he's Do very dexterous with the. With the uh, uh, he has an iPod that he plays games on. He has his uh, Xbox, the Wii, you know, uh, lots of different platforms all over the place. Okay. So, well, you get a gra- we have we we have a grade for you get a grade A because you seem to have it together with your kids. That we give a music grade on our show, and you get a grade A, so you have excelled. <laughs> well, we give you a grade. What do you think? Oh, well, thank you. I can concur with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys very much. I really appreciate thank you. it. And thank you for having thank me you so on your much. show. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. Have an sure. excellent day. <laughs> you too. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Excellent. Yep. So yeah, Jay. Yeah, I like it. So Jay, it is it is time. It is time for okay. what you've all been waiting for. Are you ready? Is, is, is it what is your treasure time? No, it's not what is your treasure time just yet, what is your treasure dot net, but we are about to announce the winner of the $25 iTunes gift card. Oh, that counts I'm as a treasure. To, that is definitely a treasure. <laughs> it's a treasure that someone's about to win. I'm here on, I'm actually on the Facebook page. We have 34 fans, 34 people who are entering this contest. This is how I'm going to go. I'm going to go to random.org, which is this website I found, where you can just go randomly generate a number. And I'm going to go from 1 to 34. We are going to pick a number using this generator. Okay. Are you ready, Jay? Yes, let's pick it. All right. I'm, I'm about to press it. 22. So what I'm going to do is I've got – we got a list of 34 people. I'm going to count the 22nd person. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Ava, Ava, you remember Ava? She was a guest on the show a few months ago. Ava pardons me. She has won. The $25 iTunes gift card. Congratulations, Ava. We will be in touch with you to get that. But you know Jay, what the good thing is, Jay? Jay, what, do you, what were you going to say? I'm just happy that Ava won. She was wonderful. She's a wonderful guest, and she deserves it. And what a gift. Boy, I wish I could play. Um, excellent. Well, you know what? You can't, but it's not over yet because we've got a new contest. What? That's right. Yes, we've got a new contest. Like, giving away just one iTunes gift card wasn't enough. So we're going to do it again this week, but it's going to be a little different, Jay. Ah. This is what's going ha- to happen. This week, it, okay. this week we, took a random, we took a random Facebook fan. This week we're going to go and take a random follower on Twitter. And I'm not ah. sure if you guys have been... What are you saying, Jay? No, that's great. That's a that's a great idea. Awesome. Well, and here's the thing. I'm not sure if you guys have been, let's say, at home, have been following the saga that we've had with with Twitter, where the name parents, kids, music is one character too long for the maximum amount of of letters required for a name on Twitter. So. We tried PK Music Show, and then I put up a question up yesterday saying, what should it be? And so we've changed it to Parent Kid Music. It's the name of our show without any S's. That is Parent Kid Music. So we're going to do a similar contest as we did this week, where we're going to have a – we're going to invite you to follow us on Twitter – and on our show next week, which will be at the same time, Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. on the beautiful left coast of California. I'm not sure what time the show is on in Hawaii. We're going to pick a random Twitter follower, and we're going to reward them with a $25 iTunes gift card. And it's going to be beautiful because there's going to be even more music you can listen to. Are you excited? I like I'm excited in it. And that that also means we you should still come to our Facebook and uh, hook up with us there. Uh, what do you think about that? Absolutely, absolutely. And one thing we can say is the name of it is obviously Facebook.com/slash/ParentKidsMusic with S's. The name of our show. And then there's also now Parent Kid Music, no S's, on Twitter, where you will get the latest information about our show. Find out about all the wonderful artists that we've had on the show. You'll be able to have links to listen to past episodes. And we're going to have a lot of fun with the social media stuff. And we would love to, we just would like to thank all of our listeners thus far for just being a part of the show and listening to the show and caring enough to be on the show. And we thank you very much. So let me see. I'm going to check our switchboard again. Let's see if our next guest has arrived. And, Jay, the answer is yes. So let's bring him on. All right. Hello. You're on Parents Kids Music. This is Ian in New York. With yes. California. This is, this is Tyrone yes, Triggs, and I'm calling in regards to uh, this great show. Tyrone, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yes, hey, yes, is Jay I'm... in the studio there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, Tyrone. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Jay? Hey, it's going great, man. It's great to have you on our show. Um, we're just very interested and excited about you being on the show because you've been in the music business, and we want you to tell us a little about you and your daughter, and and you know, and, and the, the the deal you had with Quest Records and Quincy Jones and and Joe Jackson, a little bit of that, and, and tell us how your kid is uh, your relationship between your kid and your daughter and your and your father and your mother, how you became the successful uh, producer, singer, extraordinaire. 
Um, well, I tell you, we're going to have to do that in three sections, but <laughs> <laughs> but to make a long story short, um, you know, I was always surrounded by music uh, by my parents. Um, uh, my, my, my father and mother didn't play an instrument per se, but they they had a wide genre of different type of music that they played in the household, from Henry Mancini to Nat Cole, King Cole to uh, the Motown sound, and of course James Brown. So, uh, and my sister, my older sister, you know, she loved the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. So, and then I had an aunt that loved Conway Twitty. So, uh, you know, it was a big cornucopia. Uh, of different styles of, of music that uh, played in my household. So I guess that's where I kind of got it from. Wow. So so when you were um, when you were uh, younger, did you guys, like, uh, fight over the radio station at home? Or who's going to listen to Conway 2020? Or who's going to listen to... Did you... <laughs> well, that only happened when my aunt spent, spent the night on the weekends when my parents would, you know, sometimes take trips. My aunt would spend the night, and we would definitely go back and forth over the radio. Other than that, we, uh, me and my sister and, and my brother Larry, we um, we were pretty open-minded in terms of uh, the radio stations. But at that time, too, uh, you had 1310 KDIA. That was kind of like the main station. And uh, in between there, uh, we would flip through other stations because, again, my father enjoyed the likes of uh, Henry Mancini, so... Uh, you know, we would listen to that too. So we listened to a lot of different genres of music in my household with my parents, and uh, I guess that's the reason why I'm so open-minded now when it comes to music. So, 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 tell us a little bit how you, how did you get discovered uh, by Quincy Jones and Joe Jackson, Jack, Michael Jackson's father? How did that happen? Because you get you know, give us a quick scenario on that. Okay. To to kind of uh, fast forward things a little bit. Uh, I was in a group called Radiance, and uh, we were, uh, you know, our, our whole thing. We were in search of a uh, record deal. That was that was our whole thing. You know, that was our whole drive, <laughs> our whole goal. Was, you guys were kids uh, then, right? Pardon? I'm sorry. You guys, you guys were kids then, right? You guys were you guys were yeah, we were very, very young. Well, you know, Radiance. Uh, you know, it started actually long before I had gotten there, and they were just like, you know, in high school. So most of those most of those cats that I played with, you know, they started in high school. I came along a little bit later after that, but Radiance actually formed, you know, it was it was a high school unit. So um uh as time went on we uh we rehearsed and we got better and improved the show and Jay Jay also had a band uh named the Together Band that uh Radiance would frequent in terms of uh, checking out the show, and you know we 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 got we got a lot from together, band. I, I have to uh, put it out there, Jay. Uh, we with a lot of the showmanship uh, in terms of the sound, how important the mix is, and uh, just a bunch of the theatrics and the harmonies and stuff like that. And uh, you know we were really Radiance was really looking at t- together, band, man. And uh, you know so I just wanted to put that in there. Um, <laughs> So as time went on, we uh, again we were in search of a record deal, and uh, so we we had we had made a few trips back and forth down to L.A., and we went to one particular B.R.E. in in Los Angeles, and uh, Joe Jackson was there, and Joe Jackson uh, asked the guys if not only if they could uh, sing and play instruments, but could they dance. And so, you know, the guys had to line up and, and hit some choreography. It was very important to Joe Jackson to know if, you know, if you guys could dance. If you can dance, you can sing, you got harmony, you got a great look, you got a good chance of landing a record deal. And uh, lo and behold, it was like two or three offices down from where Quincy Jones was. Um Quincy had uh, had got uh, the the uh, information that we were there. He peeked his head in the room. He dug what we were doing, and uh, he actually wrote us a letter of intent to produce our album. Uh, but he said the, uh, one small problem because Michael Jackson, Patty Austin, James Ingram were the uh, the forefront 
uh, artist at that time, so it would be a while before he would get to us. So a gentleman by the name of Pablo Davis was really digging what we were doing, and he says, well, it seems as though, you know, it's going to be a while that you guys hear from Quincy Jones. Uh, And we had not heard from uh, Quincy. uh, You know, he hadn't returned our calls for whatever reason. I don't hold it against him. But he hadn't returned our calls. So um, Pablo Davis uh, stepped in, and uh, he landed us a deal with uh, Quest slash Warner Brothers Records. Initially, we were supposed to be on Solar Records with Midnight Star, uh, The Deal, uh, Lakeside, and a, and a few others. We, that was my whole goal was to get on on Solar. But Dick Griffey stated that, hey, Pablo, I have too many artists from your stable. Um, I can't take any more. So he didn't take us. So we found a, a home uh, over at uh, Quest Records. And... Uh, that's in a nutshell. That's basically how we landed that deal with uh, Quest slash Warner Brothers Records, and I'm still waiting on a call from Quincy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to ask you. You guys seem to be very successful doing that, and uh, I know you have a daughter, and uh-huh. I know you work with her, and I, I like to hear some of the relationships between you and your kid. Um, you know, how yeah. you doing and what she's doing? Could you talk a little yeah. bit more about the fun between you and your daughter a little bit? Yes, well, her name is Brittany. Uh, she uh, she was an amazing kid when she was first born. Uh, I, and this is a true story. I took her in the studio when she was about, oh, my God, oh, I'm guessing maybe four or five months old. And we had, like, this cradle seat that uh, her mother and I had purchased where I could sit her down in the studio and uh, I remember, and this blew my mind, Jay, I remember she kept great time by either tapping her foot or rocking in the cradle. Wow. Impeccable time. Impeccable timing. So that wow. kind of blew me away. And I said to myself, well, she's probably going to be interested in music. So as she grew older, she did you know, the talent shows, and she showed that she wanted to to do the music thing. But I also stressed to her the importance of, um, you know, education at the same time. So I told her, to make a long story short, I told her today that once she finishes her college degree, that we'll go ahead and we'll finish that, that, that album that she wants to do. So in the meantime and in between time, we're doing a little session work stuff together, and um, but we, we we have to also concentrate on, you know, that college degree at the same time. So it's kind of like uh, her nursing degree is her major, and her music degree degree right now is her minor. So, it, you know, it, 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 it works out well. It works out really well. Well, she, she's got to be proud to have such a legendary father. You know, you, you're a legend in the Bay Area. Everybody loves you out here, and we just know how talented you are. So she must. I wonder if she knows that you're a legend and all the stuff she you've done. She, she she must be proud to have such a legendary father, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, thank you, Jay. She's uh, yeah, you know, sometimes she she looks at the old videos and she says, "Well, Dad, you know that's old." Uh, well, Dad, you know they don't do it like that anymore. But every so often, I'll catch her doing one of the dance steps. So I'm like, ha. <laughs> What's your suggestion for, for the parents and the mothers and fathers out there to how to raise their kids in a music environment and, and also make sure education is put first? How, how, would we, how would I or how would we go about doing what Tyrone has done with his daughter to make sure that that happens, that they get a good education? And music is kept in the forefront also. Could you give us a suggestion to help us out or help our audience out? Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, you know, there was a saying when I was young that says, all that glitter isn't gold. So, you know, particularly today, the music business is so fickle. I mean, uh, back in the day, they would sign you five to seven years. Today, they sign you one to two years. Uh, you know, with a record deal, and it's and and you may not millionate, 
to be able to take care of yourself down the line. So today, you know, I, I just stress the importance of education and also the importance of the arts too because um, it's it's a beautiful thing to just keep the arts alive. You know, the singing and, and, and young folk playing instruments, all these things are just so important. Uh, to the arts, because if we if we don't learn instruments and if we don't learn singing and proper ways of, of entertainment, then that art just dies. And so it's just imp- it's just as important to learn the violin as it is the drum. So I stress, you know, that you know the younger generation really just take time to to learn to play an instrument, particularly the piano, because it seems to me that everything is centered around the piano. So that lets me know that that's an important instrument. Uh, Take, for an example, Alicia Keys uh, and various other artists today. Everything is centered around the piano. So I mean, in fact, her last name is Keys. Keys, yes. Alicia Keys, yes. Did I say Keys? No, I'm saying she plays the piano. Her Her last name is Keys. Yes, that's correct. Uh, did I say keys the first time, or did I say something yeah, else? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, you did. I was kind of I was making a pun of the fact okay. we're talking about piano okay. my, my and keys on the piano. Yes, yes, I got you. Okay, yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's very important. I think uh, you know, being able to stress art is is, is you know, music is an em- an emotion. So. It's it's art and it's emotion and it's expression all at the same time, and I think it's very important uh, for those who are interested in the arts to be able to express themselves, particularly the children today. It's so important, and I do understand a lot of the music programs are no longer in a lot of the schools, but I employ the parents to uh, make sure that, you know, that, that your child gets a little bit of the art. It's just so important. I mean, actually, it gives them a way, uh, a better way of thinking in school. Like with my daughter, she's she's more broad-minded and open-minded when it comes to thinking in school, and I'm going to say that's because of her music class, because she's able to release that art form. She also does that uh, with her regular classes. So, it goes hand in hand. You know, that art and, and education is so important for young people today. I can't stress it enough. They go hand in hand. So to the parents, you know, if, if you, you know, if you see that, uh, you know, you have a, a young one that, you know, wants to, uh, you know, bend towards the arts, I, I think that's okay. But to also explain to them that, you know, it may not, you know, you may not want to put all your eggs in one basket. You might want to twofold your your career here. Make sure you got a good college background because they do that in, in in a lot of the sports. You know, like football and basketball. A lot of those guys at Cal Berkeley, you know, they'll finish up their degrees first before they go professionally all the way into football because if you get an injury, it's over with. So you know, right. I. I, I, I yeah, it's a twofold thing. I, I stress both the arts and education; they go hand in hand. Excellent. And um, any final thoughts about really just like the relationships, the role that parents have in in introducing their children to music and to the and not even just about choices about music, but about making positive choices in their life and what they want to do. And it's like, as you mentioned, about the importance of education. Yes, yes, yes. I, myself, I expose my daughter, again, to different genres. You know, I know that uh, rap, hip-hop, a.k.a. gangster rap, is somewhat the uh, prominent uh, sound today in some circles. But it's important to make sure that you expose your children to different genres of music. Um, And that's what I deal with my daughter. So she not only knows about her generation of music and the Little Waynes and the this and the that and the other, but she knows about the Motown sound. She did a play, uh, Dream Girl. She knows about uh, just different 
aspects of music, and, and you know it, it, it. You know it's really stifling a child's growth and development to just eat one type of cereal when there's so many different brands that are good. So uh-huh. it's very important to 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 share different brands of musical cereal with your children. I love that. Yeah, I got a quick uh, quick question for you, um, Tyrone Trace. Um, real quickly, because our show is wrapping up here, I wanted to know your intake on Chris Brown throwing the window onto Today's Show, throwing the chair out the window, breaking the glass, having a temper t- tantrum on air. There, did, did you hear about that? Yeah. Um, well, he's young. He's he's a young guy. I often think about the things that I did when I was young because I didn't have the wisdom and understanding that I have today. So he's a young guy. He's going to go through some things just like Bobby Brown and this person and that person and this person. But when you, I feel when you have certain people in your circle that can kind of, you know, put a lid on that type of behavior, I think that that's important. Like, take, for instance, I'm going to use myself as an example. If I were there, Chris Brown wouldn't have did that because okay. that would be a no-no. Nice. So you would either not do it or you would fire me today, Mr. Brown. But that is not acceptable. We, you know, I, A, you're in the music business. People are going to take pot shots at you. You're going to have to learn how to handle yourself if you're going to be in it. All of it is not going to be positive. You're going to get positive feedback. You're going to get negative feedback. And you have to learn how to handle that. And I'm, I'm telling all the young artists, you know, uh, in the business, you know, you have to learn how to handle that. Um, and then again, you know, you got to have the right people in your camp too. Uh, right. I, I, you know, I, I would not let that behavior go down if I was in his camp. That's a no-no, man. And, Jay, I learned from you, Jay, back in the day. <laughs> This is what I learned from you. Um, Jay Logan would never take a picture with a drink in his hand. <laughs> that's right. Just out of respect. And you explained that to me. You said, Tyrone, that's a no-no, man. you got to keep your image 100%. You do not right. want these pictures going all the way around the world with you holding a drink in your hand. So I never took a picture with a drink in my hand. It's just, you know, proper information, proper protocol, and knowing what to do. Right. Completely understandable, just like how there are certain people who refuse to have refused to publish their names of their children on the Internet. They'll mention that, that they have a baby. They might even have pictures of right. their baby or their kids, but they won't actually connect the picture with the person's name so someone doesn't do, doesn't do some research and being, oh, that's person there. Yes, I actually know the name of this minor who's on here without consent. And it's a, a right. level of protection. All right, All right Ty- Tyrone, uh, on that note, we are running out of time. We thank you very okay. much for joining us today. And thank you. I, I really enjoyed myself. Thank you very excellent. much. Yes, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. Have an okay. excellent day. You too. All right, bye. bye. All right, Jay, what is your treasure.net? My treasure.net that I am so happy for Ava for getting that gift card, and we got more gift cards to come on Twitter. That's my treasure, giving. Giving is my treasure, and that's a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is, and I'm looking forward to hearing what she buys with her iTunes gift card, whether it's music or movies or iPhone apps. And my treasure is Twitter, and that we came up with a name on Twitter. You'll be my treasure if we can get in contact with Twitter so we can get an exception and actually have our name be parents' kids' music. But until then, you can go follow us on Twitter at parentkidmusic. One, one, one. (laughs) Yeah. Parent well, kid so, music. It's, 
One parent, one kid, and one music. I like that. that that's uh, understandable. Yeah. Well, music is still music, no matter what it is. So everyone, please follow Parents Kids Music on Twitter next week, 2, p- um, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. on the West Coast on this beautiful day of the final day of March, March 31st, 2011. We will see you then. Thank you, Jay. Have an excellent week, everyone. And what is your treasure? Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.